This is David. Welcome back behind the velvet rope. How is everyone doing? Here we are again, the Center Appreciation Day. I mean, I never thought we would have the same person back multiple times, but this coronavirus has really thrown us for a loop. And therefore, we are here to welcome back, not out of the lack of ability to book other people, but just a fan favorite who understands what we're going through in life, the one and only Just Joan. Thank you so much for having me back. Such an honor. I, mean, I think this is a record, right? Well, as far as Listener Appreciation Day, you are now the first person who has been here more than twice. Yeah. Well, listen, I just want to thank you for helping me get through quarantine. Are it's you just so saying nice that? chatting with you. No, I don't just say anything. I mean, I know I'm just Joan, but I don't just say anything. I mean, I know it means so much. This is so tough. It is like the hardest thing. And you're in New York. I'm in New Jersey. We're the hardest hit states. Like, I'm go. I saw this meme today. And by the way, the memes are like people are just churning out the memes about Corona. I mean, I've been avoiding the memes. Are are they good? Some of them are funny. So one was about Britney Spears, and it was like, which year of Britney Spears are you? You know, and like the worst is when she shaved her head. Like I'm literally the year before she shaved her head. That's where I'm at. Where are you at? And by the way, for everyone who has not listened to every episode, which first of all came on you, but um. Just Joan is an Emmy Award TV producer, by 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 the way, everybody. Thank you um, so much. <laughs> I really listen. I have a salesy personality. I'm kind of, you know, I kind of do sales and PR and marketing in my spare time. You do everything. You're the whole package. But here's the thing. Okay, I can I say something? Because since you brought up memes, I actually am not a fan of meme accounts. I don't understand them. I don't understand how they get like hundreds of thousands of followers. It's not my forte. But I do love to your point about the Britney, you know, they're doing it for the housewives. And I'm answering like I just answered Erica Jane and told her which which Erica I was Lisa Rinna. I told her which <laughs> Lisa I was. So as it relates to the housewives, I do enjoy that. I do. Mm-hmm. I was thinking of Caroline today, like the OG New Jersey, and not to bring up the New Jersey housewives like in the first three minutes. But I have to tell you that, like, listen, I'm becoming a furry being in quarantine. Like, I don't have access to waxing. I don't have access to anything, to Botox, to nothing. And I shaved my face like Caroline today. Oversharing? Sorry. No, it's A, it's not oversharing. B, I love how you're afraid to bring up the New Jersey Housewives after I screamed at you off air after your last appearance and said we have an all-out moratorium on RHONJ. Just for a minute, but I love how you brought it up. But listen, at least when you bring these things up, your references are on point. Like, that is a very good use of Caroline Manzo. Yeah. And, you know, I, I really want to find this out. First of all, I want to say to you, you'll be really proud of me. I have not been watching or re-watching anything R-H-O-N-J because oh, I know there's like feedback about that. I know. Yes. But I wanted to talk to you about what is on your quarantine watch list. 
Well, I have a bone to pick with you. Now, what is it that you're watching Outlander or whatever the hell you were watching the other night? Why do you hate Outlander? Why do you have to get on me about that? I feel like it's had its time. Were you watching it for the first time or were you rewatching it? No, it's the new season is out now on Stars. Oh, okay. All right. I take everything back, I said. Thank you, because the guy who plays Jamie is just so gorgeous. Like, I can't take it. Really? Do you know what show is great? It's not like I'm watching um, Prodigal Son with Bellamy Young from Scandal. Oh, I have to watch that. I didn't know about that. But um, are you going to watch Family Karma and Shaws of Sunset like I suggested you do? Yeah, 100%. It's just I got uh, derailed. I got totally sidetracked with Tiger King on Netflix. What is... Okay, talk to me, because I don't understand what it is, but everyone in the whole... Oh, my God. Every famous person is talking about it. Every housewife. What is Tiger King? It is a damn train wreck. Like, you cannot... It is the... Like, I was looking at my husband. We just kept looking at each other. We're like, is this real? But it's so real. And, like, you know it's so real. It is just bananas. It's bananas. Is is it a reality show? It's a documentary. So it's a documentary about, I guess it focuses on these two rivals um, that one claims to rescue big cats. One claims that he raises big cats to raise awareness. And it just kind of goes in depth um, behind the scenes of people who keep big cats, like tigers and lions, not like fat cats that like you feed too much, like really big cats, like tigers, lions, ligers. And apparently, I never knew this, there's like thousands of them that are held in <laughs> private captivity in the country. There's actually Did you know people- that? Well, I mean, okay, slow down. You, this is why we invite you behind the rope, Just Joan, because you make a statement and there's so much that goes into it. First of all, I cannot get a reality show made about David Yontef and his wonderful podcast life. And sure, but how does that not happen? <laughs> well, that's got, can we work on that together? Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. I mean, I'm you sorry. Are Go ahead. The producer. God, you have a lot. You have a lot of work to do on my behalf. Yeah. But how is it? Who green light? I mean, uh, there's that many people in the world that are harboring big cats. Right? That's I what mean, I said. And my husband and I are like, look, question. I said, what is happening? We're like, what is happening? Like, you will do that. You will be, you will pause it for a minute and be like, what is happening? And what the fuck is a liger? I mean, I, I can make up my own backstory. It's half tiger, half lion. Yes. That exists. Yes. Just, Joe, you always humor me when you come on. Do you know that I have more fun with you than the actual famous Bravo celebrities that I spend 98% of my day with? Aw, that is so sweet. That's like the best thing that's that's happened to me since I've been quarantined. uh, Thank you. You make me laugh. And it's like, listen, I... I'm not going to lie. Like I am, this is the time everyone to show your vulnerability as the housewife. We talked the last time. And by the way, the housewife that told me this is very proud of herself because I said to this housewife, we don't need to mention names. I said, by the way, I just was talking about you on air and saying how you said that I need to have more meaningful relationships. This housewife was all happy with herself. She's like, Oh, you took my advice. You're talking about me on air. I'm like, well, like, it's true. I'm like, I thought this before, but now is not the time people 
to not show your vulnerability. So in taking this housewife's advice, I'm going to admit, I'm not having fun. This isn't fun. Right. And I think that's like really good because I think everybody can relate to that because everyone is like, ter- like, we don't know how to feel. Should we be terrified? Should we just be cautious? Like, because it's uncharted territory, you know, and it's, but I can tell you what real housewives, not the ones on TV, the real housewives that live like around me and I'm friends yeah. with, they're spending their time fantasizing about Governor Cuomo. As in like they find him attractive? Yes. Because of what he's saying or just physically out of the box, they want to fuck him? They find him very comforting. They find him sexy. Oh. They um, adjust the language and the text messages and the Facebook posts. I mean, where is Sandra Lee? Like what? I, I would never do that out of respect to Sandra Lee because I love semi-homemade. She changed my life at semi-homemade. I will not disrespect her. But these women are obsessed and fantasizing about Governor Cuomo. Really? Now, are these women, is anybody enjoying themselves? Like, are these women like, well, we're stay-at-home moms, and I'm glad the rest of the country's caught up to us now. Like, is anyone enjoying themselves? This is a, a real question. No, because usually you can get the kids out of the house right and it's just tough to have the husband home and the kids home and everybody's in each other's spaces i mean unless we have a house like one of the housewives you know what i mean like the houses are too small right regular houses are like too small for everybody to be home all the time this is when you want to be a housewife yes except one of my friends she's a very famous publicist very famous last name she is a friend of mine from my upper east side life she knows harry dubin she's in that whole world we met at the regency she actually called me today and she is home in a huge house in connecticut Mm -hmm. with i mean she's got money she's got way more money than most of the housewives and she is a huge house and she's home with her boyfriend and her own daughter and her boyfriend's daughter and she's like I am in my car at the beach. She's like, I'm not at the beach. I'm not outside the car because the fucking beach is closed. And I might just sit in my car for the next five hours because I need to get away from all the craziness that is in my house. Yeah. And this is a huge house. And she's like, speaking to you has just been the highlight of my day. And I'm like, now this, of course, is before I'm sitting down with you just, Joan. And at that point (laughs) in my day, I said to her, speaking to you, is the highlight of my day as well. And then I went to shove my face with three leftover slices of pizza, and she went to shove her face with sushi. Oh, my God. Well, hello. What we really should be social distancing ourselves from is the refrigerator, the damn refrigerator. I'm doubling down. I am. I'm not kidding you. I don't have it in me. I, I can't. I don't have it in me. Now, I have thrown myself into my work. Mm-hmm. I record hundreds of shows a week. I mean, like, this is really, I've been working, but mm-hmm. I don't have it in me. When we're out, mm-hmm. I am doing three things, four things. I am going to the gym every day again. That's really I am drinking. Good. Isn't that good? Yeah. I'm drinking really vodka 24 seven. Mm-hmm. And I'm eating chicken and lettuce. That's it. I'm telling you when I get out of here, I'm not going to have any appetite. 
I am going to be so into the vodka that I don't want to eat. I'm telling when I get out of here, I, I got to get back in shape. Until that happens, I don't care. I want Chinese for breakfast, Mexican for lunch, mm. Thai for a snack, Yum. pizza for dinner, and a chicken parm and sushi for a leftover. That, that That's it. I hear you. I am cooking three times a day. I am, it's literally, I can't, my, my thumbs are so fat. I can't text anymore. It's like, I want to text, but the text that comes through is like all misspelled. Like my, my thumbs are too fat. It's bad. It's really bad. But I think that you should still keep drinking. See, and I told you I stopped drinking. I feel like at this point it's medicinal on many levels. I don't know. And also what about virtual cocktail parties? Like those are really good for your mental health. That, so now this girl that I, you know, famous last name, very famous. The one I spoke to, told you about in Greenwich. Uh Well, now I just said Greenwich before I didn't even say Greenwich. Well, she lives in Greenwich. She is like me. She, she drinks just as much as me. Oh my God. She drinks so much. She was like, I have to tell you something, David. She's like, I've only drank once since this whole, I was like, me too. We both decided we're too depressed to drink. However, I like the virtual, like we need, you and me need to schedule a virtual cocktail party. That's yeah. fine. That's yeah, fine. I, it's fun. It's fun to do it on Zoom. You could do it on um, Google Hangouts. You can do it uh, just on your phone, on FaceTime. You create a group message and then you hit the video icon and you're all up there. I, I've been having them every night and drinking and- wine, drinking what I, I'm, I'm actually on whiskey now. I, I don't. Are you having a whiskey right now? No, not yet. But not soon. Yet. But soon. But they, you want to hear a real story? Yeah. My 10-year-old, my 10-year-old, this is how bad it's gone. My uh-huh. 10-year-old said, can you finish building these Legos for me? And I said, yeah, I'm like halfway through. And I'm like, ugh. And he grabs the wine bottle. He shakes it in front of my face. And he says, mom, if you finish, I have a prize for you. Like, oh. that's where we're at, guys. That's where we're at. That's where we're at. Wow. Yeah. So They're your 10 year old knows that you're yeah. a total alky. <laughs> For now. I mean, I barely drank before this happened. It's like wartime. It'll be different when the war's over. Right? First of all, you didn't really drink when this, you know, you didn't. You didn't. I drank I like a did. fish. Let me tell you that when this is over, I'm telling you, Joan, I am going to fall down a flight of stairs. The first day, <laughs> I am going to be so drunk. I am literally going to fall down a flight of stairs. I'm not kidding you. Goals. Do you know that I love vodka? I'm just like, ugh, part of me, this talk is partly, I'm starting to crave it again, but I'm just, I think I'm still too depressed to have a drink tonight. We'll do a, speaking of virtual parties, before we get mm-hmm. onto some more Bravo stuff, um, have you heard from our benefactor, Jay, this week? Yes. Okay. So he's alive because there's two people that I literally were starting to think may not, and I'm not even being sarcastic that I started to get worried about. And he was one of them. Now I haven't reached out to him either, but he's okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of people are sucked into a Netflix and Hulu hole, you know, and I've gone, I've gone there for hours at a time. And plus today is a big day. Today is Ozark season three. Today is, um, what was the other one? Oh, that show I love that Rust to Riches, the car show. <laughs> the other oh one God, it's so random. Can we but talk about I, Ozark season three? I watched the whole thing today already in the uh-huh. midst of doing 
Uh, Ozark has lost me. I, I don't understand it anymore. Really? You love it. What episode are you on? You, I'm like on episode eight. I don't understand what's going oh. on. I was going to say hang in there, but. But I mean, like it's what okay. happens? Like what happens? I'm so confused. Well, you just see Jason Bateman. I can't remember what his his character's name is. He's sort of, I don't know. You don't know where he is. Is he turning to the darks? You just don't know where he's going. I think that's like part of it. That's like the suspense. And what happens with the blonde girl who's great, who I met in real life, believe it or not, I'd watch what happens. I forgot yeah, her name. She, isn't she from New York City? She, yes, and she was on The Americans. She was, did you watch The Americans with Carrie mm-hmm. Russell? It was phenomenal. No, no, but I love, I forget her name too, but she's amazing. I love her. She's amazing. The, and you know what the best part of Ozark this whole season was? Is that uh, fake psychiatrist. Hysterical. But hysterical. I don't understand what, like, I'm just, I'm, listen, am I going to go back and rewatch it? No. The two things that I've loved that I've kind of fallen into are, I finally watched The Politician. Ryan Murphy is phenomenal. I loved it. Did you and like it? I fucking loved every minute of it. In season so two, I. Bette Midler and fucking Angela, whatever. Uh, what the hell is her name? Judith Light. That's going to be amazing. Oh my God. I can't wait. And you, season two of you with Penn Bagley. Cannot. I mean, I read that whole series like two years ago. Beyond. Beyond. You you need to watch it. I watched the first season. Beyond. It was just so good. Penn Bagley, he's just perfect. Did you watch Gossip Girl when it was on? No. It's phenomenal. That's another thing I can go back and watch. But here's the thing. I really think what the reason I'm giving you your training wheels wheels with family karma is because you're only we're only on there's no past season we're in season one and we're only on like episode four okay so you know what I'm saying like if you want to start with something that you can feel totally accomplished in your life you Mm -hmm. can watch just four episodes and feel like you've seen the whole series and then you can think about what you want to do with Shaw's okay I'm totally going to do it. And did you see um, the premiere of The Kardashians? I have it. That's on my list. I am going to watch it tonight along with Grey's Anatomy. How was The Kardashians? Really good. I missed them. Is that weird? I, it's, <laughs> it is one of the best shows of our time. Best shows of our time. I, I, I mean, it's like it's amazing. Now, speaking of the Kardashians, which just made me think of something else. So, no, I love them. Let's talk about, are you, have you become obsessed with anyone's Insta? Because I can tell you, this relates to the Kardashians. I become obsessed with Michael Rappaport's Insta. Now, you know Michael Rappaport. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know that he is a big Bravo fan. Do you know who his favorite housewife is? Who? You're going to be happy. Teresa? Close. Keep going. Uh, Dolores? Miss Margaret Joseph. That's who I was going to say. That's who I was going to say. He loves her. Every time he's on Watch What Happens, he requests her. They've been on. So, yes. But he, if you have not seen his Instagram, is literally 
saying what we're all thinking. Like, uh, just go back. He started about a week and a half ago before any of us got there, and he was like, you fucking millennial. Look at you out there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, just wait. No, no, no. I'm not kidding you. He's like, look at you. You're at fucking Venice Beach getting a fucking tan and the person next to you. And what are these millennials? This Camilla Cabello and Dua No, he's like, let me tell you something. He's like, get in. Get the fuck inside. He's like, you stupid fuck. And all you people out there on the East Coast having your fucking martinis in New York City. What part of fucking social distancing? No, Joan, (laughs) I am not even remotely doing justice to what is going on. When we are done, you need to go back. You only have to start like two weeks ago. Every day he gets worse. He's like, it's another day. He's like, look at you. You're out there riding your fucking bike, getting your fucking sunshine. (laughs) Oh, because you needed some fucking sunshine today? He's like, I don't give a fuck if you're bored at home. I don't care if your dog wants a walk. Get the fuck inside. Train your fucking- I thought he was trending. Joan is, and then like five days later, he's like, so, he's like, so, now you're homeschooling the children and the children want to go out for it. He's like, I don't give a fuck what your kids want. (laughs) It's called parenting. Tell your children to shut the fuck up and you're the fucking adult and they'll do what you fucking say. Because let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. If you don't get inside now, you're going to be inside for the rest of your fucking life. So get the fuck inside, you stupid fucks and he's like and what the fuck is a dual lupa and a fucking camilla cabello i don't know who the fuck you are but get the fuck inside oh my god and i'm not even exaggerating i'm being calm compared to how he's exploring this every day each day and every day well i'm like the opposite i love chloe kardashian's instagram because she posts like motivational quotes and like i don't know it's like very deep and spiritual like what i I haven't seen it you have to follow her and like just like motivational she's i think become very spiritual since she's gone through all of the things she went through and i don't know like i'm so right there with her so she's like the only celebrity that like i really i don't know that i think is the best and then i love not to bring it up but I love like on Twitter and Instagram when after the Real Housewives of New Jersey airs, they always like go beep, 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 beep. And they like tweet back and forth like little petty things. I love that. What do you mean? The girls just, on the show? Yeah, the girls on the show. Like they'll just like repeat things they said in quotes or mm-hmm, that's what you think or ba 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 ba. I don't know. I love all that pettiness. I you know what hysterical. I did see? Uh, this I'll throw you a bone. You know what I did about your R-O-N-J bone? You know what I did see? <laughs> I just happened to see it online. That that Melissa Gorga, my friend, was going to the mailbox, and she has mm-hmm. one of those masks with the, you know the mask with the, like, big lips on it? Like, the big, like, scary face? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she has that. And apparently, I guess, I don't know, the paparazzi have nothing. It's a slow week in paparazzi world now that we're all quarantining. So I guess Melissa Gorga bumped to the top of the paparazzi list, but they just have a picture of her in her workout gear in one of those masks getting her mail. So I guess it's a slow week with the paparazzi when you're camped outside of Melissa Gorga's house in New Jersey. 
Yeah, and like, why do you need to wear a mask to go get your mail? Like, who's out there? Well, you'd have to ask Melissa Gorga. <laughs> Am I nuts that like when I go out to the supermarket, I they usually have like sanitizing wipes and I wipe off the cart, but I don't, I mean, everybody else is wearing masks and gloves. So I'm like, well, I guess I'm okay because, you know, by default. I'll admit it. As important as it is for me to eat healthy and put the right nutrients into my body and hydrate, I'm really not great at it. I'm always on the go. I'm never making that a priority and I'm always hungry. This was a real problem until I discovered 310 Nutrition. I love 310 Nutrition's water hydrators. You just add them to water and they make your water taste so much better. They also have refreshing lemonade mixes. My personal favorite, they're all in one shakes. I love their caramel sundae, their vanilla cake, the shamrock cream. I drink one of these shakes and it totally satisfies my hunger. They're low in fat and low carbs, which I love. They also satisfy my carb craving. But don't take my word for it. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code VELVETROPE and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 off your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and it's easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code VELVETROPE right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code VELVETROPE. I don't know. I'm not up in anybody's face. I'm not hugging anyone as much as that is really hard for me because I am a hugger and a kisser, but I am not like I'm keeping the six foot distance. Listen, uh, Joan, it takes one to know one. I don't got a mask. I don't got gloves. One of my friend's husband's a doctor. She told Mm -hmm. me she sent me a mask. The mask must be lost in the fucking mail because I don't got it. As far as the gloves, well, let me tell you something. I ordered some free weights on Amazon and I ordered some gloves. I just got a thing with the free weights being like, due to Corona, we shut down our entire factory. Your weights aren't coming. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. But I don't know where the gloves are. I have to tell you the 200. Yes. $250. I ordered $250 worth of sparkling, sparkling bubbly, you know, like this, this like sparkling water. Yeah. Because I love a flavored water. So after like a few days, I got a thing like we're four days delayed. I'm like, it doesn't matter because I keep going to the grocery store every like four days. So I just keep, you know, I I need food. Then I got a thing today being like, we know we told you that we're four days delayed four days ago. But instead of coming today four days delayed, we're now delayed six days more. So I'm like, really what you're telling me is you're 10 days delayed. So this ordering stuff on online to not go out and see people, guys, it doesn't fucking work. Just hold your breath and go to the damn store. But I too do not have a mask or gloves. It's not like I'm not being responsible. They don't physically exist. There's no more to buy. And the friend that sent me the mask, I guess it's lost in the mail and the gloves are nowhere to be found. Oh my God. Do you feel like I have some masks? I don't have gloves, but I do have some masks here because like, uh, you know, I've I've been a germaphobe for many years. I've been training for this. So um, really? I can send you and I'll really send them to you. I believe you will just, Joan. I mean, the thing is, sure, I'll take a mask. I'm not going to argue, but like, I don't know. They're not like At the this- good N95 or whatever those are. They're the, you know, like the surgical, the surgical masks that I had, you know, like before this. 
Speaking uh, of masks and Bravo, do you know who did an amazing, it's amazing how you just like stumble into certain people's Instagrams. You know who did an amazing tutorial the other day on how to put a mask on properly? Who? The one, the only, former Mr. Adrian Malou from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, current botch wow. doctor, Mr. Paul Nassif. Oh yeah, you can learn from the best. Oh wow, and what did he do? Well, since I don't have a mask, uh -huh. instead of sticking like my like head up my asshole, I was like, why am I watching this? Because I don't have a mask to put on. No, so but you I said he made it? Like what did he no, make? It? How did he make it? No, no, no. He he had a mask. He oh. was just teaching us like if you have a mask, if you're one uh. of the few, unlike David Yonta from Behind the Velvet Rope, if you actually are smart enough to have a mask. And you put it on A through through Y, you're fucking wasting your time. Paul showed us how to put a mask on, like, the proper way. Oh, okay. See what I'm saying? So, like, all these yeah. people that are putting masks on, unless you're Paul from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and now from Botch, he's a surgeon. He knows how to put the mask on. Of so course. The way, the way he botched. did. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Botch I love, is obsessed. Isn't it? Guess what? You're going to be happy. It's what? coming back in April. Oh my God, love, love. I love that and Dr. Pimple Popper. What is, I've never seen it, but everyone loves it. What is it about? You, it's for like a certain type of person. Like you have to have a strong stomach and you have to be into seeing things pop out of people's bodies. Like there's blood, there's pus. If that's not <laughs> your jam, then do not, you know, watch. But I, it's so my jam and my sisters and we like cannot get enough. We're obsessed. I mean, it sounds like, listen, I watch Botched, and that doesn't, I mean, that is like, they're burning off someone's fucking flesh. Right, like, like that. Yeah, 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 like that. But that's different, like, what, they just pop pimples in this one? It's not really pimples. It's more like lipomas, which are, like, bigger cysts. And, like, I don't know. It's, I guess, a little more graphic. Huh. Wait, Do you know? Getting back to like the masks, because people are making masks. Like I saw one person making them out of paper towels and elastics, like she was MacGyver. I saw somebody online doing that. Other people are like getting these kits and make that's like a big thing among like the moms in the suburbs. They're like making them out of these materials they get at Michael's craft store and donating them to the hospitals. So like everybody's kind of getting into that. They're doing like that. They're like low rent version of Christian Seriano. I mean, that was really nice of him. Listen, I mean, he already has a boyfriend, but you know that he's one of my husbands. I love Christian. Yeah, he seems. Have you met him? I've met him like 7,000 times. And what happened? Well, he has this boyfriend, um, but he is wonderful. Yeah, I, I would marry him. You know, yeah. people are not realizing this. You really, like, listen, you got to marry someone that you want to fuck. I get it. But you really better also marry someone that you love their personality. And guess what? what? From now on, also someone that you can be quarantined with. That's like another thing you need to add to like yeah. your whole playbook of credentials. Because... Yeah. When you buy a house, you have to walk in and say, hmm, is this a place I could be quarantined in? Because guess what? This might happen again. Like, we it, live in a new world. I think so. 
That's why, I mean, that's the only reason I've been depressed. I'm not worried about when we're getting out two weeks, seven weeks. What? Here's the thing about me that people, because, okay, I can, I can admit this. I got a call. I can, sometimes I don't say who it was. This time I'll say. Um, so Miss Margaret Josephs, one of your favorites, called me two I days ago. Her. Yeah. And she was like, you're a really social guy, which is true. I like, and she's like, I mean, how are you? And I'm like, okay, first of all, listen, Joan, I'm taking names. Don't think, listen, I have a whole list of names. Anybody who didn't reach out this time, that's, look, you'll, we'll work together. We'll be out together. Other than that, in my faking it, you are dead to me. No, I get it. Like, I'm not kidding you. Like, this is like, you're dead to me. So Margaret reached out before. So she's not anywhere near dead to me. But she reached out just to be like, really, like, how are you? And I'm like, listen, I mean, there's two schools of thought. Like, if I went somewhere else and was trapped in a house with people, there would be a lot of positives to it. But I am working like a dog. I have so many shows recorded. I am here serving the people. And I'm with my own thing. So in a way, like, I think if I were somewhere else, there'd be a lot of positives, but the negatives would be, I wouldn't be working as hard and I wouldn't be producing as much content for the people. And I think these shows are getting people through a tough time. And I like being with my things, but Margaret called to be like, how are you doing? And I'm like, well, thank you. I mean, not great, but here's my point. Here's my point. A, I was bullied in high school. That's just, <gasps> you didn't know this. No, I wish I was there. I would have beat you? the crap out of them. Really? Yeah. So my first love, my boyfriend from high school that I dated starting in 10th grade, um, came out when I was in college. We had broken up by then. Um, and my best friend during this time also came out right after. He was bullied so much my boyfriend they both like tried to harm themselves and it just really it just really angers me if I'd been there I would have really kicked those people's asses for you I would have loved that I would have done it well thank you first of all thank you second of all you've been surrounded by gays all your life haven't you since I was born the um my neighbor across the street used to save his allowance to buy me dresses and he just I love him to this day like we were obsessed with each other and he is just so talented and so amazing and he went to Juilliard and so that was like my first gay friend and I was you know an infant you love being a gay icon during this time I just love to nurture people I don't know you're good at it I just like to be a friend to all listen, I'm sorry so go ahead you were bullied in high school I don't I don't like no. to make this you, no, you well, were listen, bullied in high school this is your story I, it, well I mean like I have a lot of stories I mean if I went back myself I would kick everyone's ass on my own but listen it's also shaped me to the person I am now but the point I am trying to make is a, I was bullied in high school, and that lasted, you know, high school lasts for a long time. And then B, I went to law school. Now, I don't know about the second or third year of law school, but the first year of law school, like the stereotype of like the teacher standing up there and being like, look to your left, look to your right, like one of the three of you won't be here at the end of the year. 
you know, so a day one, you're like, I fucking literally, literally, literally hate every single person in this room because they're all my competition. So my point is, David, bring it home, land the plane. My point is, I have a very high threshold for horrible situations. So a lot of people out there are like, oh my God, like he's always out and he's always with celebrities and blah, 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 and his Insta. Blah. I'm like, listen, nobody count me out because my threshold for absolute horror in life, well, A, is high school for years and B was actually the first year of law school. So like my threshold for- believe that. Which part? Law school. That I went? No, that you were, somebody gave you a hard time in law school? Well, like, they tell you, like, it's just very competitive. No, I mean, not Oh, bullied. in that sense. I thought yeah. you were bullied. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. No, I know. It's very, very hard. My my husband went to law school. My niece went to law school. It's, it's very, 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 very hard. You're a very yeah. smart person. You've accomplished so much. It's so. Do people know that about you? I mean, I don't know. You're, like, multidimensional. And all I want to do is talk about, like, Bravo. Like, what has happened to me in life? What do you mean? That's your passion. That's beautiful. It is? Yeah. I mean, whose standards are you measuring yourself by? Screw them. This is your passion. This is what makes you happy. This is what you do. It is what I do. Let me tell you something, Joan. When this is over, like, I've said this on this show so much in the past week. I haven't learned any deep things because I really did appreciate life every day. I really did. I am one that woke up happy every day. As long as I woke up and I had all my senses and like, I didn't have cancer or Alzheimer's or like lose a leg overnight. I was like, there's no problems. I won the day. So I'm not really going to appreciate life anymore because I already did. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like it's really just going to be heightened when I get out of here. Like I don't really give a fuck. I mean, I didn't give a fuck before, but like, I really just, just stay out of my fucking way. Like you have 30 seconds. And if you're giving it to me, I just, you're dead to me. And let's just move on. Yeah. I mean, really, like, I just, I can't, but yeah. So, I mean, my threshold for crap is so there that anyone that is thinking, you know, to count me out is wrong. It's just, I I said this today. I think this is worse than jail. Do you know why? I do. Well, because I think when you go to jail, like you, like you go in, oh, I, that just made me, okay, I'll say this. Then I have something else to say. You go in and you Mm -hmm. start counting the days on day one, whether it's five years or 30 years or three days, like the time is ticking. This is kind of like, what are we talking here? There's no end date. There's no end date. No. And that's fluid. The situation's fluid. It's fluid. Now, speaking of jail, speaking of do yourself a favor, I'm going to check out Khloe Kardashian's words of wisdom because of you that she's going to calm me down. You're going to check out Rappaport and it's going to change your life. I, my other, I have two favorite Instagrams right now. Do you know my other favorite Instagram is? Who? The one, the only. Joan, it's your birthday. We're going back to R-H-O-N-J. I'm breaking my own rule. What? Mr. Joseph Giudice. Really? (laughs) Why? Joan, holy fuck. I'm going right now. I'm going right now and following him. Go right now. I'm going. Joan, hang up on this recording. This doesn't even matter anymore. This is the best. (laughs) 
This is the biggest gift I can give you of the year. Mr. Joseph, do you know who's do you know who's winning Corona? Do you know who's winning in Corona? The only person alive is Joe Judice. He is out of that fucking prison. He is out of that INS bullshit. Mm-hmm. Mr. Judice is roaming. I mean, I think you can't leave your house in Italy, but I think wherever he is is like a huge property and a farm. He is like roaming. The property. I don't think he's walking in the streets. I think this is a huge hillside farm and there's running water and he's doing push ups and he is just out there picking the tomatoes and smelling the fresh air every day. I'm, I'm not even joking. I'm not joking. So, like, yeah, I saw that. I saw that on something that I was watched, like something online, like on Twitter or something. And he recorded something and he's like, come on, guys, you know. You're being too soft. And he was like walking down the street, right? Yeah. And think about it. After INS, he's probably like, Corona, whatever. I'm like walking the streets. My life is great. I mean, God bless him. I mean, I'm telling you, the two Instas I am most obsessed with, on one hand, we have a, like, just someone who is bitter, the most bitter I've ever seen a human being in my life, and I can't get enough, Mr. Rappaport. And on the other side, we have someone who is just loving his life. Joju, these are my two favorite Instagrams. I'm telling you, get into Rappaport and, and, and Judice, and your life is going to be so thrilled. Oh, my God. I'm looking at it now. And he captioned it, kicking your way through. Right. Don't, like, lose, don't lose, lose hope. And he's, like, kicking as he walks. All right. See? All right, Joe. I hear you. I see you. You see what I'm saying? It's like... I'm telling you, he is, there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. It's all, it's all great. Um, I am obsessed with him. I, I literally cannot get enough. I'm telling you right now. And what else was I going to tell you? Um, my other thing that has come out of all of this is, well, I mean, if I was going to come up with one thing that has gone positive is, you are not going to believe who is one of my new BFFs because of this whole thing. Who? The one. The <laughs> only. <laughs> this is going to be a shocker to you. Okay. Miss, sit down, Joan. I'm sitting? I'm sitting. I'm sitting. Thank God. Vanderpump rules Sheena fucking Shay. Wow. Now. Explain. Okay. Right. Okay. Maybe we're not best friends. But here's the thing. Out of all the things. Sorry. I just got a DM from someone on Million Dollar Listing, believe it or not. Oh, wow. I'm sorry, guys. One of the brokers from Million Dollar Listing just reached out in real time. No, I am not buying an apartment during Corona. No, I am not buying an apartment. Lori Cooper would kill me. Dorinda's Vilta, if I bought it from anyone but her. No, it is not even a Million Dollar Listing person in New York. It is someone from LA, but I have to answer. Sorry for that. I'm back. Okay. Let me tell you, Joan. Now, out of all the things that I canceled, as I talked about, I had a 12-hour gig where I was going to Toronto, the great Canada, to 
an event, a drunk gay brunch that was going to be hosted by the one, the only, <laughs> Sheena Shea from Vanderpump Rules. I mean, that's amazing. I was so excited. There was no sleeping over in Toronto. It's an hour flight. I was going. Mm-hmm. But we all know the coronavirus has canceled everything. Oh, downer. Downer. So after this was canceled, I basically DM, because my my new thing is, like, I'm David from Behind the Velvet Rope. Like, I, I can reach out to whoever the fuck I want. Like, right. you know, like, I mean, come on. Like, I, I'm mm-hmm. there with you. So when I want to talk to you, I just fucking reach out to you. Now, like, Lisa Rinna doesn't get back to me. Neither does Lisa Vanderpump. But most of these people do, believe it or not. Did you hear that Caitlyn Jenner wants to... I don't know if she wants to or they're approaching her or what the deal is. I read an article about her possibly becoming a housewife. I saw it. Now, it got a lot of negativity. Why? Well, I think now I am not one of these people. I met, you know, I met Caitlyn Jenner twice and I have two amazing pictures with her. How was she? Here's the thing. A lot of people hate Caitlyn Jenner. I, I, I don't know why I'm, I'm thinking because she's a Trump supporter and she's conservative. I, I assume. Oh, by the way, I even met Caitlyn Jenner's wife, Sophia Hutchins, mm-hmm. her girlfriend mm-hmm. who was, believe it or not. I mean, she's like 23. I think there's like, what is there? Like a, 40-year age difference, 50-year age difference. There's got to be, yeah. But she's, I I see why they're together. Sophia Hutchins is very serious herself about life. Um, I don't mind Caitlyn Jenner. I kind of like Caitlyn Jenner. Is she nice? Yes, and I think she's probably nicer than Bruce ever was. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, is she like all business or is she, is she nice? She's, you know, who I, you know, who I compare her to who Miss Erica Jane Girardi. Okay. Nice, but business. Yes. I don't know if Caitlin's gonna, you know, like Erica will be like, it's very nice to meet you. And like now Erica knows me. So she's like, good to see you, baby. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. I'm glad you came back to Chicago. Okay, let's turn. Let's pause. We're doing Mm -hmm. the picture. Does everyone have the picture? You want a video? You want me to give a shout out to Behind the Velvet Rope? Okay, let's do it. Okay, that's great. I love you. You support me. I'll see you soon. Bye. Next. Very business-like. Caitlin's kind of the same way. Mm -hmm. Lovely, but, you know, it's not going to be like, let me let down my hair and let's get fucking drunk together because I don't even know you. Right. But nice. So I'm a huge supporter of Caitlyn. I mean, I am not somebody, I really believe that's one of the problems with this country. I don't judge people based, like, listen, you, we we can't start judging people based on political. No, no. My whole thing is everything should be a discussion. Nothing should be a fight. Right. And like, you have your opinion. I have mine. Right. So, but, so, I mean, I just, I just, you know, Caitlyn to me is just like, to be, you must be so miserable to live 60 years of a lie. So to be free and live your true authentic life at such a later stage. I mean, I feel like I'm at a later stage in life and I'm not even close to being as old as Caitlin. You're, Do you know what I'm not, saying? Oh, okay. That's a little dramatic. <laughs> what? The fact that I'm at a later stage of life? I mean, stop. I mean, I'm not 24. Okay, but you're not 64. Like, that yeah. was a little over the top. 
Yeah, I sleep but I love with you. 24-year-olds, okay. though. I have to change that. Yeah, but you're not at a later stage in life. Like, that was just crazy a little bit. Okay, fine. But I feel like, you know, even so, but I mean, just so like, in a way, I feel bad for Caitlin that you are living your authentic life finally, which is amazing. But I feel like, you know, you're making up for lost time. So it's like, in a way, I, I feel bad for Caitlin. No, listen, I, I shouldn't because Caitlin is a very wealthy, well-known right? woman. I know. It's so hard for me to feel bad for rich people. And, and I feel bad about that. Like, I know that's not right because I know it doesn't matter what you have. You know, you can still be in pain. But I, I, I see what you're saying. It matters a little bit. Right. I feel like it's easier to be happy when you're really filthy rich. I'm going to take your word for it. <laughs> I don't <know. laughs> That's funny. I don't, I don't know. But so listen, so God, oh yeah. So I, to answer your point, I did see that. I don't think that would happen. I think in a way it would jump the shark, but I am here for it and I would love it. I would love it actually. I, I would love too. It. I would too. I would love it. I think she would get right up in there. Mm-hmm. I would, I would love, love that. I would love it. I would love every minute of it. But so with Sheena, because I just like to reach out to people now, mm -hmm. I reached out to her when this thing was canceled. And I wasn't even like, I think I said something like, you know, I was going to see you this weekend and it's canceled. Never expecting a like actual conversation. And she's like, I can't believe this. Oh my God, I'm so pissed off. And I was like, oh shit, Sheena wants to, she has something. And I was like, yeah, it really sucks. And this is, okay, this is also before the quarantine that we're in now. This is like, when I tell you this, Joan, all week, I was like, do I go to Canada or not? My friends were like, are you fucking insane? But this was like, just think of where we even were with this like, yeah. like two weeks ago. Yep, I know exactly what you mean because nobody knew what to do. Right. No one. Right. And then finally, okay, so what happened is I canceled Canada on like Thursday and then on, like, Friday, I got a thing of, like, oh, the event's canceled. And I was like, okay, well, the event's canceled, and I canceled. Like, I was insane to think I was even going to go. Like, what the fuck? Mm -hmm. But, so what was my point? Um, so my point was... You're becoming... The, you felt like you were becoming friends. We have it then went back and forth, and then I said something else, and she's, like, 100. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, so somehow during this quarantine... Mm -hmm. I have become insta close with the one, the only Sheena Shea. That's amazing. Are you so happy? I mean, yes. Yeah. I would like to leave the house, but I'm still very happy. Yes. But it's nice to make new friends under quarantine. I mean, Sheena Shea, that's major. It And it'll be interesting to say like, Making new friends, keeping in touch with old friends, bringing old friends back into your life. Like, I just hope they're not like prison friends. Like, you know, how you can be best friends when you're like in the army, in a war or like in prison. And then you leave. Not that I've ever been in prison, but. And Are then you, you sure? <laughs> no, it sounds like it, right? No, <laughs> yeah. I'm such a Girl Scout. I'm such a Girl Scout for all my talking. I'm such a Girl Scout. You've never been. Follower. Really? Like, it, no trouble. Nothing. Oh, wow. I Good know. for you. It's so lame. No, it's just lame. Um, but anyway, it's like, you know, I just wonder if, like, we'll all stay close, like, once we're let out of quarantine. What do you think? Well, you think like, we I, I mean, I think that, 
I think we're all going to stay close, but I think the opposite. Like, I've taken names. Like, I got a pad here with names on it. And if you didn't reach out to me during this time, unfortunately, I think you're dead to me. Yeah. And that's the other part of it, right? And I get that. I don't think there's anything wrong with that, though. No, I think it's good to take inventory of, like, who really cares about you in your life. Yeah. Because, I mean, right. And so that was this housewife's point when she was like, you need to have more meaningful relationships and blah, blah. It's a long story. I had a minute of drama with a housewife. Um, Like, I really am out the other side. I really have – I really am behind the velvet rope. I've said this before. It's like – it's not like I'm desperate to be friends with all these housewives. A, some of them I'm like, I don't want to fucking be friends with you, bitch. But this person in particular, I have to say, I was wrong. Believe it or not, take out your tape recorder. I did something I shouldn't have done. Okay. (laughs) Joan's like, oh my God. Did you apologize? Well, that's the thing. I did something that I was not, I, it was not necessarily appropriate. And this Uh housewife was upset. And hurt, and I apologized right away because, like, I felt bad that I hurt this person. And listen, it's made us closer. Well, that's good. And at least you owned, as long as you owned up to it and you apologized. I apologized within 30 seconds. Okay. So then that's good. Listen, yeah. if you really want to have relation, meaningful relationships and friends and stuff, you have to have unconditional love. Because no relationship is perfect. Someone's going to mess up somewhere. I know. So I'm learning. So I think, and that's the thing, like, if I date when I get out of here, I think that Mm -hmm. I've learned some dating skills. I think I should give people more of a chance, maybe. That's good. And I'm glad that you've also, like, made more meaningful and stronger relationships with housewives. Because that's important, too. Isn't that what really counts behind the (laughs) velvet rope? That's what really matters. I mean, and then, like, my other buddy. So, like, look, it's, like, Dolores has checked in on me, Margaret Mart Sr. And then, like, I've been talking to my other buddy, Elise. I'm really good friends with Elise Lane from New York, who everyone's mm-hmm. going to meet. Everyone's going to meet on April 2nd. By the time this airs, everyone's going to know Elise. Whether they love her or hate her, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, the other day, someone DM'd me, and they're like, so what can we expect from Elise this season? I'm like, okay, I, I know everything that happened. I mean, I can't say it. Yeah. It's going to be a good season of Roni. It is. Were you in any episodes? Yes, but will we see that? I don't know. Okay. That editing, baby. It's a hard edit sometimes. Were you at a lot of events? Yeah. Did you film a lot? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I filmed a lot. I mean, you were on almost every episode of New Jersey. And listen, I was slated to be on, I mean, at the rate it was going, I was going to be on every episode of this season of New Jersey. I mean, they only filmed a week and like three days in, I got it. Like Margaret's like, oh, I need you to come to this. Do you want to come to this party? It's not like, oh, they're filming. It's like, mm-hmm. it literally is like you're living your life. You'd be at this party, whether there was a camera or not. Mm-hmm. And then you say yes. And then you get a text from Margaret being like, oh, by the way, they're going to make you sign a release for the season. This is being filmed. The thing about filming is, like, during the filming, 
everything is filmed. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, right. so when the filming starts, every single thing with Margaret and Dolores, other than like a day or two off, is filmed. So if Dolores is like, come to my house, I'm getting my hair done, let's catch up on life before we go out to dinner, you're just going to walk into the house and there's going to be cameras on you. Right. That's oh, a tough life, Joan. It's a tough life. Yeah. But, you know, somebody's got to do it. And, you know, you your amazing pants like that's a whole nother podcast that's a whole nother show is just on your pants which which pants someone told me do you really you just have great pants really yeah and so listen somebody's got to do it i'm glad it's you oh my god joan what you're not remembering is i'm not going to fit into my pants when this is over you will i mean maybe not for a couple of days but you'll get it together you always do are you sure yeah and totally what else well. what else is going on with you before we like wrap up in a few minutes? Like anything new? I mean, try Family Karma and Shaws. That's really what I need you to do. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm really excited for Real Housewives of New York. At this point, my kids like to look for you in the episodes. So oh, that's they're nice. like, Yeah, they're like, Oh, was that David? Was that David? Mom, was that David? Is he there? That's David, right? So that's so fun. Um, I'm going to, I think, lay off the Jack Daniels. At no. Night. I think my quarantine cocktail will be Cabernet. No. Um, yeah, but I think it's medicinal. It's also medicinal. Like, I just feel like if there's anything brewing, it will just kill it in my mouth. So I'm going to do that. Um, and, you know, hopefully not run out of shows. And I'm going to watch everything you told me to. I mean, I'm just saying, start with Family Karma and start with Shaws of Sunset. Those are the best two places to start. I'm just giving you, like, randos. You know what I mean? Yeah. Randos. Yeah. And if you can get through all of Shaws after Family Karma, then I'll think about what show you should watch next. I don't even know what I would recommend for you, but I, I would start that. I just think you're going to like Shaws and Family Karma. I do. I'm excited. I'm excited. And anything else. So, I mean, you know, and by the way, I told one of my friends about your, this, it's medicinal. And she was like, that is not how it works. Cause I actually told someone, I'm like, Joan said that the alcohol is actually keeping the virus away. And my friend. No, no, no. I never made that statement. I uh, never made that statement. Let me clarify. It's medicinal on many levels, emotionally, mentally. I feel like, you know, it does kill for me, for me. I get it. For me, I do not make the recommendation for anyone else. You have to do what works for you. You know, it's not just physical health, guys. It's emotional health and mental health. Oh, my health. God. Totally. So it's all of those things. You have to keep your mind clear. The mind. Listen, I think your biggest. I think the biggest thing in this whole thing is someone's mind. I think that's going to separate the men from the boys. Yeah. And, you know. I don't know. Women, I, I'm not taking anything away from men, but women always have to be strong. So That's this true. is just going to help us. And, you know, we moms sometimes just have to have our wine. So listen, you're entitled. And by the way, the next time you talk to all those girls in New Jersey over there, the real moms of New Jersey, tell them I send my love. I will. And they all listen to you. Can you tell them to leave a five-star review? I haven't seen them yet. Yes. I'm going to remind them. 
I and I think some of them did. Really? Okay. Well, I'm going to make a note right here because I have not seen their five stars yet. And I'm, you know, I'm a little upset. I'm not upset at you. I'm a little upset at the ladies. Yeah. You know what? I think that you have to keep um, reminding people throughout the podcast that if they like it, they need to subscribe and also leave a review, a five-star review. Yeah. Because we read them all and we really like them when they're good. (laughs) And you repost them and you put them on your Instagram story, which is really fun. I think so. It's my, listen, everyone's branding themselves differently during this whole coronavirus. And I, I'm putting it all out here for everybody on the air behind the velvet rope. And I just don't want to be seen on my Insta stories right now. So if you want to hear what's going on in my life, this is an open book. If you just subscribe and listen, and I don't think there needs to be an Insta story right now of me moving around in my apartment. (laughs) You know, I mean, like, that's how I'm branding myself. So yes, right now, all the reviews are being posted. And Joan, I really hope that this was a bright spot in your day. I feel like I talked too much today. So I hope you had a good time too. No way. I feel like I talked too much. And I'm like, oh, it's not my show. Joan, shut up. It was so fun. Thank you so much. It was so nice to like blow out my hair, even though my roots are down in my ears. You look and great. listen in two months. I don't know what I'm gonna look like either. I know. Oh my god, God help us. It's, it's I'm gonna be so shriveled. No Botox. I'm gonna be so shriveled. I I'm telling you, within the first week, I need a Botox filler appointment and haircut. Oh my god. I know. I mean, god there's nothing us. we can do. There's nothing. It's like to your point last time. Yes, I do think people like Kim K and your buddy Chloe are probably getting house calls. So. I'm so scared there to even have anyone over the house right now. It's like, I just, it's not worth it. Me too. Me too. You know what? We just have to see this through. We have to get to the other side and then we can resume all of that stuff. And hopefully that'll just be like a couple of weeks more praying. That's how I feel. Please Jesus. I'm Jewish. I'm not religious, but please Jesus, please whoever, whoever I have to say, Make this go away. Just Joan, I am going to be DMing you and texting you later. Good. I feel to do these special coronavirus episodes as they relate to Bravo, but I feel like you are the right one because you bring a ray of sunshine to the listeners, to me, and you're an Emmy Award TV producer. Well, loving you so much. And I say loving because I'm in the act of loving you always. And um, thank you you so much. I'm sorry. Tell your whole family. Thank you for letting me steal you away for an hour. You can follow me online at David Yontef. You can follow the podcast online at Behind Velvet Rope. The name of the podcast is Behind the Velvet Rope on Apple. Give it five stars. Keep listening, guys. We're just getting started. When I tell you that I've doubled down and I've thrown myself into work, I'm not lying. I think I've done like 20 shows this week, and I'm not even fucking exaggerating. So I will have shows for you coming out of my ass for the next three months. But I love you. I really appreciate you coming on. Love you. And we'll, we'll like do this again soon. Good. All right. I love you much. Love you. Bye. Bye, honey bunny. Bye. Bye.